Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. July 12, 2019, the tit-for-tat edition. First up, from the Financial Times, the U.S. government has lessened or eased the sanctions on Huawei, saying it would grant licenses to U.S. companies that want to sell technology to Huawei as long as the sales didn't put national security at risk. In other words, the U.S. government recognized, finally, that the ban on selling to Huawei hurt American companies as much or more than it hurt Huawei, so they trumped up this reason, no pun intended, to sell to Huawei to lessen the burden on U.S. companies. Uh, They really should think through these things before they do them. Uh, Next up, from Francine McKenna over at MarketWatch, Uh, She took a look at Uber receiving more scrutiny from the Securities and Exchange Commission than Lyft during the IPO process. um, Your first response would be, well, duh. But on the other hand, um, Uber's business model is significantly more complex than Lyft, and Uber's accounting judgment for recognizing and measuring revenues have additional complexities that generated more scrutiny from the SEC. Lyft is organized more simply than Uber, uh, most especially because it reports on a single business segment, while Uber has two, its core platform, and other bets. So uh, the scrutiny of Uber is, continues, but this time from the accounting perspective. Really interesting. Check out Francine's article. And then today's uh, title story is the tit for tat. Um, I don't know why the U.S. government doesn't understand that uh, if it increases trade barriers or increases sanctions on foreign countries and their companies, they can do the same to the United States because France and now the United Kingdom have announced they intend to impose a tax on U.S. technology companies, um, which they call the digital tax. The um, U.S. has claimed this is an unfair trade practice because it's retaliatory and you really have to wonder if the U.S. government thought through the implications of what it has done and is continuing to do in the trade war. This tax, however, is proposed 3% uh, tax on revenues earned by digital service providers in their uh, service provisions to French users. Obviously, it targets Facebook, Google, Amazon, and others. Uh, The French uh, officials expect the annual tax bill to uh, bring in over 500 million euros or just over 563 million. Um, this is really should not be a surprise, but it's going to be a continued burden on U.S. companies. And finally, the U.K. drug maker Reckitt has reached a $1.4 billion opioid drug settlement with uh, the United States. <clears throat> it's um, a U.K. consumer goods company whose products consume, uh, include as things as far away from opioids as Lysol cleaner to Durex condoms, and it struck a deal with the DOJ and the FTC to probe uh, long-running sales into Suboxone, which is um, uh, the largest proposed financial penalty around the opioid crisis to date. Um, the company uh, apparently is not going to or planning uh, to file bankruptcy as Insys did or that uh, Purdue Pharma is is claiming they're going to, or perhaps the U.S. government will actually obtain the full fine and penalty. There is a very large trial against the opioid 
group of opioid companies, which is set in uh, September or October, and we may see additional settlements at, uh, as the uh, pharmaceutical companies do not want the discovery uh, that has been produced in those cases released to the public. So it's going to be interesting to see how they go forward uh, from here. Finally, a new podcast has appeared on the Compliance Podcast Network, The Integrity Factor, with A.P. Calpaldo and Marcia Weldon. Check it out on the Compliance Podcast Network. The Compliance Podcast Network is a proud member of C-Suite Radio.